the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, and I'm thrilled to be joined by a fantastic lineup of guests, uh, including some fantastic entrepreneurs right here in studio. Remember, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510, or visit their website, tandemhr.com. So among those fantastic entrepreneurs I just mentioned is my good friend and returning guest, Warren Bren. Warren, welcome to the program. Thank you, Shalom. So um, I am blessed with uh, two arms and two legs, but you have, um, you have revolutionized the meaning of the word arm because, uh, Warren, if I'm not mistaken, you are a believer that uh, there's a different uh, sort of approach that people can, uh, can take to become more effective professionals, more effective individuals, and you have, uh, you have created that approach and are really... Uh, uh, helping so many companies and so many business owners uh, change their lives. That's correct. It's called the Alternative Response Method, and ARM for short. And it's based on military and, and martial arts and other disciplines. And I really called the basic fundamental principles that make people and organizations in those areas successful. And I've sort of broken it down so that it's accessible to all of us. So, Warren, um, you are uh, filled uh, in your house. You have uh, a, a lovely uh, bunch of women. Have that, <laughs> has that influenced your uh, decision-making process? <laughs> it has. It's sort of like honed it because I really I have three daughters and a wife, and I've really, when they were born, I really worked very hard. What do I need to do as a parent and as a husband to become better all the time? And it really forced me to look at my deficiencies and developed alternative responses to the challenges that every parent and every everybody faces. So uh, decisions. Decisions are things that we deal with every single day. We make countless numbers of decisions without even thinking about them. What is it about the ARM method that allows people to become more effective in the decisions that they make? So it's a, it's a complicated program with a lot of different moving parts, but the main thing is to develop an eye for what is decisional and what is non-decisional. And in most of our cases, it really involves taking our ego and the emotions out of the decisions and really looking at the data accurately and strategically thinking about better ways to respond. Fascinating. So what is the process? Uh, let's say we became a, uh, a client. Um, what, how would you work with, with myself? How would you work with another professional 
in uh, in in sort of doing that intake, understanding what I am all about, and uh, and and perhaps what is that process of improvement? Sure. Whether it's an individual or an organization, it's the same. We do an intake where we look backwards to determine what the organization or the individual's capacities are um, for a variety of reasons. And then we evaluate the goals that they have and we determine are they momentum-based, were they developed 20 years ago and are really not in alignment with their current interests and their current capacities. And then we either fix those or we determine current goals. We align those with the capacities and then we come up with tools and skills based on organizational and individual capacities to make those goals obtainable. Is there a one-size-fits-all approach, meaning um, if I'm a lawyer and somebody else is an accountant, will that approach and that method be the same, or is it a customized approach? It's completely customized. There are a lot of other programs out there that you have to fit into their framework. Um, ARM is completely different. We acknowledge that people are differently. It's not like you buy 100 Apple computers and they all perform exactly the same way. People have different capacities, and we have dozens of different tools to optimize different people, uh, different capacities per person. So it's not one size fit all. It's more like we customize the program based on goals, capacities, desires. So it's really customized. Uh, a customized approach uh, that helps a number of people, and we'll talk a little bit more about that sort of ideal uh, clientele and the people that really can benefit from working uh, with the ARM method. But let's go back to your story for a moment. Uh, Warren, you, we talked about your family, um, and we talked a little bit about some of the hats that you wear. Uh, you mentioned uh, martial arts. But where did this process, how did it develop, and, and who have you worked with already? Well, my kids are all, are all uh, un, un, uninvited uh, candidates of the program, but I own a consulting company that does technical consulting to very large corporations, some of the biggest corporations in the world. And we do technical consulting in the realm of corrosion mitigation, but they all get armed. They just don't know it. When I go through a a complicated evaluation for a refinery or the Chicago Public Schools, I'm chewing through the data and I'm determining what's decisional and what's non-decisional, and then I'm feeding back to them the optimal solution. I don't call it ARM. And they don't know what it's based upon, but they're the beneficiary of the method, if that makes sense. It, it, it sure does. And um, I, I know we've talked about some of uh, your experiences as you've raised your children in, uh, in, in how you have used this approach to help them better their decision-making process as well. Oh, sure. I have hundreds of examples. One of my favorite ones is my oldest daughter is a, a very accomplished pianist, and she was six or seven, and she was studying at Northwestern already, and she would get frustrated playing the piano. We have, you've been to my house. It's a tiny sure. house. It's and, a beautiful house. Thank you. And her sisters would run around and specifically try to annoy her, and Jessica would get all upset. And so we had a conversation. I said, look, when you sit down at the piano, it's the relationship between you and the piano, and you should be able to develop focus so that nothing else bothers you. Rather than teach her to like try to modify the environment for her, I try to teach her to hone her focus and it was about six or seven days later she was playing the piano practicing and her little sister was literally playing on the other end of the piano playing on the keyboard and tapping and Jessica was so focused it didn't matter and Jessica went on to produce a CD and she was on radio and TV and she did dozens of concerts and won awards and she never ever got stage fright or nervous and it can all be traced back to that focus of hey, you can respond to these 
outside variables any way that you choose to. Fascinating. So we've talked about your daughter, the pianist. We've talked about those large corporations that you're doing corrosion consulting for. So am I correct to assume, Warren, that it's really, it's all widgets. It really doesn't matter what line of work somebody's in. A customized approach can be developed for them. That's exactly correct. And on one hand, it's a great thing because it's applicable to everybody and every organization. On the other hand, it's kind of a marketing challenge because I should be identifying like what market to, to choose. But I'm a serial entrepreneur, and part of the fun for me is just sort of talking to people in different walks of life and doing different things. I don't want to be pigeonholed. Sure. Um, I, I find really enjoyment in just helping people. And so, yeah, it's, it's relevant for, for everybody. You see it most effectively like with um, high perform, like the military, martial arts, athletes, they already do a lot of this within their area of expertise, but then they have trouble adapting it to other areas in their life. And so what we do is we take that very high-performing skill set and we say, how do we apply that to your marriage? How do we apply that to your job? How do we stop you from being a road rager? And there are tools for each one of those things that, we're, that people are trying to accomplish. Wow. Well, Warren, we are uh, quickly running out of time, but I am curious, um, after sort of that initial Obviously, intake and the initial customized approach. What about the ongoing support? So that's another great thing about ARM. We want to get in and get out. We want to teach people the tools, and it doesn't matter. They can give us one problem. We teach them the tools, and then it's my preference for them not to use us anymore. I don't want to be a crutch. I want to really give them tools and techniques that they can use and apply in their life. We can provide ongoing accountability or support as long as they need to, but I don't want it to be therapeutic. I want to get in. I want to teach them, and then I want them to go out on their own and be successful in their own right. A true coach, and uh, you clearly have honed in on that, uh, on, on helping people uh, the most effective way possible. Warren Brand from the ARM Method. Warren, um, no doubt our listeners have a lot of questions and surely want to help uh, get their 2019 off to a good start. <laughs> uh, how can they get all of you? The easiest way is just go to our website. It's uh, armmethod.com. And you can contact me uh, through that. Okay, ARMmethod.com. Get in touch with Warren Brand. Warren, you've been on the program in the past, and I know you call yourself a serial entrepreneur, um, but that's because you understand the challenges that people in business face, and uh, you can help them become better entrepreneurs uh, themselves as well. So thanks for coming in studio and sharing your secrets. It's always an honor, Shalom. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, coming up after the break, I'm going to be chatting with AJ Spitz, who's going to talk to us about his video production company. I'm excited for that conversation. Looking forward to that. Um, Get Down to Business is powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510, or visit their website, tandemhr.com. As always, get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from today's show. Get a sneak peek of who will be on next week on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Chicago, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and we will be right back. Hey, welcome back to Chicago. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, and I'm thrilled to be joined here in studio by AJ Spitz, the... uh, the head honcho at Intertwine. Uh, AJ, welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So the equipment uh, that you're surrounded by here in the studio is equipment that um, likely you are very familiar with because you are helping 
Um, many, many folks out there, many companies uh, develop branded content, short films, music videos, recap videos, and all other kinds of pre- to post-production video services. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about uh, your company's history. Sure. Um, so I started this company because... When I was in college, um, my peers were going through kind of this thing called fake news and uncertainty um, in what was going on. And uh, I've always been involved in the film community. And what has started to change, and maybe we start to see change more often, is our relationship to journalists. And do we trust them? Do we not? And I think, you know, a lot of doors have been opened up to see how we can perceive um, some experiences that may be untold completely, like what happens to someone who's incarcerated and how they um, you know, try to come back to and adjust to real life. What are some of the implications they deal with? The news kind of really only shows one side of that story, for example. Um, so what we really try to do is kind of push that line of what is art and what is truth. And we like to give autonomy to our artists and organizations to express themselves boldly and freely and uh, and to express vulnerability if they can. Um, because we're all the only company that is focusing on Gen Z and Gen Z ran, um, we really try to cater to, um, you know, what are the ideals that we see our generation taking over compared to what there are conventionally right now? What do we have problems with that we would like to solve in the future? Fascinating. And uh, I, you, you answered my, my other question um, regarding, you said Gen Z and uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about all the different uh, generations and often, um, you know, uh, young people get a bad rap um, for not being connected um, with what's with, with what's going on. But I think uh, you are very focused on uh, disseminating a message um, and you are a company that is run and founded by Gen Z and you're focused on messaging to Gen Z as well. Um, so how did this idea, uh, come about for you? Were you in the shower one day and said, there's no video company like ours. I'm going to do it. How did this, how did you and your colleagues uh, come up with this concept? No, it started actually as something pretty, pretty small. Um, my, my partner that I work with, Josh Jones, um, he was one of my, my dad is a documentary film professor and he introduced me to Josh and said, you got to meet this kid. He's incredible. You know, he's very talented and and we happened just to kind of meet and, and had the same line of values. We, you know, were two, you know, white males who live on, you know, on the south side and choose to directly interact with parts and neighborhoods that people, you know, in other suburban districts or other places might be wary of. And, uh, and we do that because we take tremendous pride in stepping outside our comfort zone in order to expand our experiences and explore. Um, and it makes us better filmmakers. And after doing that, we you know, realize, hey, we actually have something here. People are attracted to this. And uh, over time, it's evolved into more of a narrow focus. And uh, we realize that you know, young millennials and Gen Zers are you know, they're like, oh, this is really cool. This is something different. And uh, I think it gives some people hope that there's an alternative um, you know, life they can live than maybe one of their parents or one that, you know. Sure. Well, like AJ, you, uh, on your website, you talk about how you uh, show a, a look inside the interworkings of youth culture and demographics. How do you do that? What is the, what is the method behind the madness? Sure. Uh, watch our videos. <laughs> That's great. Um, well, how, how, how can people find your videos? Well, you can go to www.intertwine.tv. Uh, we also have an Instagram. That's Intertwine TV. Um, and uh, we also have a Facebook that's called The Same, uh, as well as a Twitter and LinkedIn page. Um, 
you know, we're a new company, so that side of like uh, the the media um, agency side is something that I know takes a lot of time um, and connection and networking. So um, that's why starting with video production itself sure. and just using that as a bridgeway to work with the types of people we want to work with. Well, let's talk about services. Sure. Um, and I know we've talked a lot about video over here, and we talked to sort of about the uh, a your clientele, but also uh, your audience. Um, perhaps we'll we'll uh, be able to get back to that in a moment, but. Um, I'm actually going to ask you the same question that I asked of Warren earlier regarding your services and the customized approach. Is it a one-size-fits-all? Are there, uh, you offer videos, or what does the intertwined service package look like? That's a great question. Um, I think something that's really important that the business world can learn, actually, from Gen Zers is that we're not necessarily looking what's best for us. We come, I come with the approach that, what can I do for you? And, uh, and I think that's so important because just how the relationships form and anyone who's in business knows that relationships take time. And if you're looking just what's best for your self-interest, you may not actually run into the right types of partners or people you want to work with. So my approach is, what can I do for you if you reach out for me? And if you're someone who I want to work with, then I try to see what I can do for you. And if it doesn't work, I'm, I don't sweat it. Um, there's billions of people in the world and there's always new people to meet. Sure. And so obviously we're having this conversation in early 2019. Um, AJ, where do you see your company? Uh, let's take sort of that, that viewpoint of you as an entrepreneur. Where do you see your company in five years from now? Um, what are some of your growth plans? Um, well, I plan to expand in terms of having more filmmakers, especially, um, you know, different diversity. The industry is, you know, a lot of people actually look like me. And uh, I want to be someone who really acknowledges that within the industry and gives other people a voice and a chance to use our resources to tell their stories. Um, so that could be, you know, queer community. It could be, you know, people of color. It could be people who are poor, immigrants. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm interested in what is untold. Who have I not heard from? And, uh, and I think a big reason why we see some films doing a really, you know, great job in selling is because they're telling untold stories. Uh, example, you know, biggest example I could think of is last year Black Panther came out, and just the sheer fact that you had a represent a positive representation, um, you know, of black people is something that, weirdly enough, we don't see enough, and it it, it skyrocketed because of that. So, um, so you will stay focused on the mission um, for the for the foreseeable future. You're focused on on growing yeah. the company and and uh, and and helping to continue the message, which is really important. Um, AJ, you are a, a young entrepreneur. Um, you're getting started in business. Are there any surprises uh, that you've experienced either as you've, um, as you've created videos, um, so out and about in community, or just getting a business started, things that have surprised you, challenging, or perhaps easier than you thought? Um, at first, it was really, really hard to stay focused on the moment. When you first start, it's really hard not to think about your end goal, where you're going to be, how you're going to make money. Mm -hmm. And things started getting easier the more I sank into the moment and just appreciating each day and not thinking about long-term success. Um, that was something that actually surprised me because I, I kind of you know, wrote it off with that's bullshit. You know, how am I going to think about the moment? I got to you know, arrange meetings for two weeks you know, from now and yada, yada. Um, but that was actually something that uh, really gave me a lot of peace and managed, you know, helped manage my company, you know, and by wearing a lot of hats and stress overall. Okay, interesting. And um, you are uh, here in Chicago, and uh, where are the services of Intertwine provided? Um, well, that's really, I mean, we have a studio that's on 61st and King. Um, 
So we, you know, can shoot there and we do work out of there. But, um, you know, we're also able to travel. And, uh, you know, we... I have an odd feeling you like to travel. Well, I do like to travel. Okay. I like to see new places. There's always different inspiration around Chicago. So um, I have plenty of locations that, you know, meet. And I have other people who work for video production companies who offer their spaces. And that's why it's a very cool community. I don't feel like I actually have any competitors. I feel like I have allies. Um, cool. Because we all just want to help each other. If uh, If... There was one wish of uh, somebody, either individual or some type of person that you would like to meet. Uh, perhaps they might be listening here tonight. Uh, who would it be? Wow. Uh, that's a big question. Hmm. In terms of organizations, um, I would love to work with Nike. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think they're uh, an embodiment of kind of where our generation is kind of going in terms of inclusivity um, and acceptance. Um, in terms of artists, that's a really, really tough one. Um, I kind of just want to keep plugging away on that one. There's always a surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Well, AJ Spitz, uh, again, from Intertwine, uh, a revolutionary uh, video production company, very focused on message. And uh, AJ, how can people get in touch with you, learn more? Um, how can people contact you and see your videos? Sure. Um, well, you can go to our website, which is www.intertwine.tv. Um, and if you ever, you know, if you want to contact me, if anyone's listening that's interested in film, um, I love helping, um, you know, people who are students. Um, my email is aj at intertwine.tv. Um, and I, I try to check all my emails. So, Awesome. aj at intertwine.tv. The website, again, is Intertwine. .tv. Uh, do yourself a favor, check out the website, learn more about uh, this fantastic company and the work that they're doing. AJ Spitz, thanks for joining me here in the studio. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, coming up, we're going to continue the conversation about business jobs and entrepreneurship. You don't want to miss it. And as always, go to my website, shalomkline.com. You can download podcasts, share it with a friend. We'll be back and get down to business in just a moment. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and I'm thrilled to be joined by author Mark Tobeck, uh, the author of Anyone Can Be Rich. A psychiatrist provides the mental tools to build your wealth. Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So, Mark, um, you are a uh, general adult psychiatrist in private practice, and um, you wrote the book, Anyone Can Be Rich. Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit about the uh, thought process that went on uh, behind the book and uh, what led to that discovery. Well, I've been an, an investor since I was a kid, and I'm a practicing psychiatrist. My patients come to me with loads of problems, and I realized that one of the common problems, if not the most common problem, was money. That's and fascinating. I thought about how to help them, and I have to stay within the circle of competence defined by my license. I, I can't become a financial planner, but I thought maybe the best way to talk to my patients about money is to write a book about it, <laughs> because most, most of them do not perceive the most important aspects of growing wealthy over a lifetime. And, and Mark, you, you have discovered, uh, I think the big idea over here is that we all hate to lose, and that fear of loss drives um, way too many decisions when it comes to money and ends up costing us. So in the book, you talk about four 
different things, four different areas, um, four different simple proven strategies that can help somebody. As you say, anyone can be rich. I don't want to share all of the secrets, but Mark, uh, tell us the, uh, the highlights of what our listeners should know before they pick up a copy of your book. Uh, the first thing you got to know is what Kahneman and Tversky teach you. And those are the two Israeli economi- uh, psychologists who won the Nobel Prize in economics. And what was the concept they brought home to us? It was that loss hurts two to three times more than gain feels good. So when people put money into the market and the market drops, they tend to sell to preserve what's left. And that's virtually always a mistake because if you look at the market over the long haul, it goes up and up and up amidst these ragged, jagged crashes and booms. So if you can take the long view and numb yourself to the seeming loss of a drop in the value of your stocks, then you can grow rich over a a lifetime taking advantage of the growing market. That's number one. Number two is you must be aware that inflation is eating away at cash. So if you merely save money, you're actually losing money. And although the inflation rate is only 2%, when you compound 2% over a lifetime, I'm in my 60s, the dollar I knew as a kid was a whole dollar. You kind of gasped when you said a whole dollar. (laughs) The modern dollar is worth about a nickel in 1950s value. So you compound 2% year after year, and the money deteriorates. So in order to escape that deterioration, you must invest. You can't merely save. That's item number two. Item number three is diversification. You have to understand that if you go into the market as a betting man and bet on any particular stock, it may go up and down. It may uh, ascend and then uh, be destroyed. There were a couple thousand car companies in America at the turn of the century. Uh, There are four left. Sort of the previous century. Sure. Uh, so you have to realize that unless you invest in the entire market through an index fund, uh, you're opening yourself up to the potential to lose big because the average person cannot choose stocks the way Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett do. Uh, and their choices tend to be wrong. In fact, most brokers and Money managers do not do better than the index funds. So the index fund is the way to go. Uh, Next concept would be uh, taxation. You must understand that if you have uh, dividend-bearing stocks, they're going to be taxed. If you buy and sell, you're going to be taxed on capital gains. So the best place to grow your wealth is in a retirement fund that is not taxed until you withdraw. Well, Mark, uh, you've shared uh, some fantastic uh, uh, mental uh, tools that can help, as you say, anyone uh, be rich. And you have a fascinating background. The author of the book, Anyone Can Be Rich, a psychiatrist provides the mental tools to build your wealth by Mark Tobek. Mark, um, you obviously are a uh, 
practicing adult psychiatrist, but you have a law degree and certainly understand economics as well. Uh, Mark, it's a fascinating read. I know it's available on Kindle and in paperback on Amazon.com. Is there anywhere else, uh, Mark, that you'd like our listeners to uh, learn more about you and, of course, uh, read a little bit about the book? Uh, I have a website. Uh, There's a professional website, but I'd rather they go to the book website, which is anyonecanberichbook.com, where uh, you can see a letter from Warren Buffett uh, congratulating me on the book, which is a prize that uh, I really cherish. Uh, There's a little video, and there are a bunch of blog posts uh, discussing similar themes to the ones that I bring up with you. And I I don't want to let you go without mentioning compounding. Uh, Well, well, Mark, we are indeed out of time. We're going to have to share that through our blog. Thanks for joining us on the air. I am thrilled to be joined by my good friend, Meg Schmitz, uh, who was planning on being here in studio, but uh, unfortunately, uh, travel uh, kept her away. But Meg, I'm absolutely thrilled to have you on Get Down to Business. Welcome to the show. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. So, Meg, um, you are, first of all, super involved in community, but you are also very, very involved in helping people find companies uh, that will help them become profitable. And I know how you and I uh, first connected was around uh, franchise consulting, and you are really on your game in helping people find the portfolio that, uh, that, that's growing. So, Meg, let's talk about franchising, and let's talk about your, uh, your watch list. Oh, my watch list includes things that are personal services, um, Amazon-proof, recession-proof, repeat business models, membership models. Um, I'm not naming any industries in particular. Um, I mean, I can, but uh, I think where the smart money is today, right now, uh, looking at the Chicago area um, and broader, there's a lot of money out there in the FBA being back online now. There are a lot of good loans for a lot of these businesses. Well, Meg, uh, let's start with the basics of why franchising. Franchising for me has always been um, such an easy do because if you are someone who's ever followed a recipe, followed a, a, an operations manual, played in sports, and had to play by the rules of the game, franchising is an ideal fit for people who don't want to create the rules of the game. They just want to plug and play, insert themselves into the investment. And um, with franchising, you're really buying into something that's beyond proof of concept. We're beyond friends and family. We know it works. And so that's really where the smart money lies, for, as far as I'm concerned, is hitching your wagon to a, a concept that's already known to be growing and profitable. And I certainly don't want to bash any of the commercials that are out there, but we all have heard uh, commercials about different franchise options that are available. Meg, you are uh, truly the best franchise consultant that is out there. Um, and I've, I've <laughs> known you for a long time and, and, and uh, your reputation precedes you. But why would somebody work with a franchise consultant and not just pick up the phone and call, call a company directly? Well, so yeah, in 26 years of being in franchising, I think it's very analogous to you wouldn't, you would, there are a lot of things that you should not do without a guide. Um, if you're going on a trip to China and the Himalayas, you've got to plan it out. You, you need to have your Sherpa. Um, if you're going to do a thorough job search, if you're an executive in transition, you align yourself with somebody who understands industry opportunities that align with your skill sets. 
So I, I'm not like an executive recruiter and I'm not like a real estate agent, but if you think process wise, that's why you'd work, why I would want someone to work with me. I know what the pitfalls are. I know what the bad concepts are. You're right. We won't bash anybody, but I certainly have the tools to navigate someone away from what's troublesome and towards what is a moneymaker. You've seen the good and you've seen the bad. So who um, is best suited for franchise ownership? Who should be picking up the phone and giving you a call? Right now, I think it's a lot more of an investor mindset. A couple of years ago, it was more people who were in transition and, oh, I don't have a job, so I'll go own a business. Right now, I'm seeing a lot more people who are secure in whatever it is that they're doing already. Some people are in transition, um, but it's much more to the point of your last um, speaker. It's an investor mindset. Play the long game. Don't think about getting in and getting out. This is something that's an annuity that will pay long into the future if you plug and play and follow the rules of the game. Follow the operating manual. So uh, I'm sure all of our listeners are curious whether they are considering investing in a franchise themselves or they've always been interested in the concept. Uh, everybody, uh, no doubt, is asking the, uh, the important question of where can I get started? How can people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me a, a few different ways. One is uh, megschmitz.com, so M-E-G-S-C-H-M-I-T-Z.com. There's a lot of great information there, blogs and articles where I've been um, quoted. There is a form there that people can click on. I'm findable on LinkedIn. My telephone number is right there, um, Meg Schmitz at, on LinkedIn, and my phone number will pop right up at 847-302-2601. Uh, that's fantastic. And Meg, your uh, your motto, I want to end with this, is take the leap. Uh, take the leap. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what that means to you. Well, the genesis of it really is that my mother is a hospice nurse and my dad was a doctor. And both of them are very in the medical profession, you know, the Hippocratic Oath. The biggest leap any of us is going to make into the unknown is from life to death. So having grown up with them, I studied counseling. I'm, I'm not a medical professional, but in counseling, too, or job counseling, taking these chances, taking these risks, making a change into the unknown, work with me. I will not lead anyone astray. There's no reason for someone to do something that's not right for them. So taking the leap is, is having the faith that if we do this correctly, you will not end up swimming with the sharks you'll land from lily pad to lily pad successfully with where you want to go next. Oh, fascinating. And uh, Meg is a franchise consultant, industry expert, and entrepreneurial matchmaker and has worked with so many people, whether, uh, whether you're looking to invest in, in a franchise opportunity, uh, owning and operating something, or uh, even a career transition. Uh, folks in all of those categories should indeed get in touch with Meg Schmitz. The website again, one more time, Meg? MegSchmitz.com. MegSchmitz.com, or you give her a call, 847-302-2601. Meg, thanks so much for joining us on this cold evening here in Chicago. Thank you for your flexibility today. I really appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure. We'll be sure to have you on right. real soon. And as always, get on my website, ShalomKlein.com. That's where you can find out um, who will be on my show in future weeks, as well as download uh, conversations with hundreds of prior guests. Once again, ShalomKlein.com. As always, you can connect with our sponsors, Tandem HR, 630-928-0510, or their website, TandemHR.com. We'll be right back and get down to business. 
Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. And believe it or not, even though we are in 2019, networking is still key. People still struggle to understand how crucial networking is, particularly how much more important than ever it is in this contemporary business world. I was shocked, this is no joke, that when just last year an established business owner asked me whether networking is a computer system. So number one is appreciate the value of networking before you go out in the field to network, make sure you truly understand the value of networking. And remember, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You can have multiple degrees and great talents, but if people don't know that you exist, they won't get very, very far. The most important thing is to put yourself out there to meet those who will bring out your maximum potential and make the right connections for you. And focus on the proper networks and not on the weeds in your path. I've witnessed many times people who attempt to network but lack a clear focus on who they need to meet. They get lost wasting valuable time and don't meet the right contact. They don't know how to differentiate between the weeds and the plants. False hopes are those who take you for a ride and the healthy relationships. And don't get lost in the woods. Create a plan of direction. Networking is like going into the woods. If you know your way, you reach the other side accomplished and successful. But if you don't, have a plan and you get lost and then you can't get out. And don't be shy to ask others to make introductions. If you need an introduction made, don't be shy to ask someone who can make the connection for help. If you hold back, you will get nowhere. The worst that will happen is they will say no. And the best, well, I'll let you figure that out. And prepare your elevator pitch before you get there. People have short attention spans. Be ready to tell your story in a sentence. Make sure to focus on the key points of who you are and what you do. And create a conversational environment. Ask open-ended questions that encourage the others to answer. This shows your interest in the other person and what he or she does. Be sure to validate what they say and show that it's not only about you. And give out your business card. Be sure to always have enough business cards on you. It's a plus if it has your photo on it. It really helps people remember who you are. And if if you see that you're running low, go ahead and order more. It's inexpensive and invaluable. And don't expect instant gratification. Relationships take time to cultivate. Lack of immediate results don't equal failure. Unfortunately, today's society teaches us to expect instant gratification and results. It's easy to get discouraged when things don't work out on the spot. Remember, fresh seeds take lots of time to blossom. And number 10 is follow-up. Keep in touch, follow-up, and let the relationship develop. Don't just sit and wait for the phone to ring. Be proactive and follow. People are extremely forgetful, especially busy and successful business people that are constantly networking and meeting new people. A nice follow-up email, card, or phone call will always leave its mark and open the window for you. I hope you found that helpful, especially now in 2019. It's as relevant as ever, and hopefully you can put it into practice in your work week. Um, and as we wrap up January, I think uh, it's it's more relevant than ever as you plan your networking activities for the entire year. So what a fantastic conversation we've had. We spoke with Warren Brands from the ARM Method, AJ Spitz from Intertwine Media. We spoke, we spoke with Mark Toback and his book about how anybody can be rich. And of course, we just concluded with franchise consultant Meg Schmitz. Um, all of their contact information will be available on my website, shalomkline.com. As always, check out our sponsors, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. And again, their website, tandemhr.com. They're always happy to provide a free consultation. If you mention Get Down to Business, and they are the experts in everything um, for the Affordable Care Act, HR, 
and uh, anything you might need as you continue to grow your business. And uh, this is a good time to remind you that uh, Get Down to Business is a conversation. So if you want to get a hold of me, suggest a future guest or comment on one of the conversations we've had here today, a great place to do that is through my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can get in touch with me and uh, share your feedback with me, including sharing a past podcast of this program with uh, with a friend, neighbor, or a business colleague. There's information there for everybody. So uh, let's get out there and have a successful week. Share your networking tips with me. I'd love to hear what's working for you, and uh, perhaps we'll feature it on a future week on Get Down to Business. We'll be back next Sunday right here on AM560. The answer is Sundays at 6 p.m., To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next week.